0: finger from Percy it's Wednesday night it's podcast night we've got returning guests and man they are great and they came to play appreciate uh, your your dress code here for tonight Angela especially Sally with the blondie t-shirt and the hat y'all look great Um, y'all were here last to do 70s one-hit wonders it was a great show it garnered a tremendous amount of listens and I think tonight will, too, because we are doing disco. Even better. Even, well, I mean, depends on who you're talking to, but it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to make a great playlist. Percy's already working on the playlist. It'll be hours worth of disco. To play at home when you're chilling out. No, to play at home when you're in a party mode. So it's going to be fun. So before, welcome back glad y'all are here me? yeah thank you y'all much. are awesome i appreciate everything appreciate y'all so before we get started let's thank our sponsors spotify for podcasters it's a great one for us spices smokehouse crackers robert and lynn we love y'all and busted oak bourbon society one of the greatest little bars in this area if not the greatest little bar in this area so we appreciate you alls support so with that being said percy if i left anything off
1: also, I'd like to give a shout-out this week to Bootleggers and their great smash hamburger. They're burgers that they're making.
0: Yeah, Doug's doing a great job with those. So, support local. Always. That's all I got to say on that. So, with that being said, Wilkie is back. Wilkie's back on pictures for us. He did a great job, and we love when he comes and hangs out with us. So, this should be fun. I know these girls did their homework, so let's get into it. This is disco. And Percy, what are your honorable mentions?
1: Well, I'll start out by saying in September of '64, Playboy Magazine used the term disco dis- to describe LA nightclubs. Right. And Vince Aletti was the first to describe it is a sound of music. Mm. That being said, my first honorable mention. Is "Miss You" by the Rolling Stones? That's
0: that is the Stones' there was one a, disco song. There was Excellent. a, yeah. yeah. There
1: was a special disco version
0: released. I remember
1: that. And I have to say, without a shadow of doubt, that it proves that they were the most versatile band to ever walk the planet.
0: I agree, 100. percent They could do country, rock, blues, blues, and then disco. The Stones could do it all. Did you bring a case of wine, by the way? You know, but, Puerto Rican girls? but
2: I wish there were some Puerto just Rican dying girls to just dying to meet me.
0: All right, that's a good choice. I love it. Love the song.
1: My next honorable mention, is "Shake Your Groove Thing" by Peaches and Herb. <laughs> Peaches yes. and Herb. In 1978, it was uh, it was when it was made, but in 1997, it was used in an ad for Intel Pentium processors.
0: I do not remember that.
1: And you'll like this, and Amanda will probably hate me for this, but it was also covered by the Chipmunks.
0: <laughs> oh my God! I will be torturing her with that. Sorry, Amanda. I apologize yeah, for that. Yeah, it's going to be playing later, by the way.
1: And my last honorable mention,
2: Groove <laughs> Gang,
1: is Funky Town.
0: Oh my God! By Lips. By Lips.
1: Lips was Inc. it Lips Inc. Inc?
2: Lips Inc. Yeah,
1: Lips Inc. Funky this town. song was number one in the U.S., Australia. Belgium, Canada, France, Israel, New Zealand, Spain, and West Germany. Wow. And the members were wanting to relocate to New York City. So basically, that was their idea of Funky Town.
0: Funky Town was New York City then. Yeah, well, we're thinking about relocating to Chile, because we're number six there. And it's the fastest growing country for podcast listens. so... I think Percy and I'd be famous down there. We might get free boneless wings. Do they have boneless? I wings? I get those at Buffalo Wild Wings. I know you down. do. We I'm might so get probably. free chili. What yeah. are they eating, chili? We keep bringing this up. Probably just chili. No, Angela. No, Sally. No. Oh, I, don't, I don't know.
2: Yeah.
0: It's anyway, that's Chilean my, cuisine. That's my honorable wondered. mentions. All right, those are good. All right, Angela. With all your swag on, your swagger, what's your honorable mention? All
2: right, I am Disco Glitter for y'all that can't see, which is all of you. Um, Okay, I've got We Are Family by Sister Sledge. Sister Sledge. Written by Bernard Edwards and Nile Rogers of She. I
0: love Nile. Now that's oh. that's a musician right there. Oh, he's got a resume. He, he
2: he is the bomb, and he's still like a much sought after producer and you know songwriter. I mean, just t- amazing. But when um, when they came together to put this song uh, or to give a song, the record label asked them, "Well, you know, we want you to write songs for other groups," and they're like. Yeah. Well, we're, we're still new, we don't want to write for anyone famous, do you have anyone else? So, what they did was, um, Greenberg was his last name, geez, Louise, he's one of the record company officials, Alan. he said, well, uh, Alan Greenberg, he said, I have this group called Sister Sledge, they're four sisters, mm-hmm. and what we want you to do is write a song for them, and he described them. They wrote down everything. Greenberg said in that meeting, and that became the lyrics to the song.
0: We are family.
2: Good yes, choice. Yes, we are family.
0: Good fun facts too. Uh, All right. what's your next? And
2: they're also in the National Recording Registry oh, the National of the National Library of Congress we for, uh, let me get this right, uh, aesthetically, culturally, and historically important audio. Yeah. Yeah. Because it can also include spoken voice. Okay, next one. Don't leave me this way. Uh, this is written by Gamble and Huff out of Philadelphia yeah. International Records. Yeah, it's a great you know. song. Yes, it is. Uh, and Carrie uh, Gilbert, which we don't want to overlook. Uh, H- Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes originally recorded this uh, yeah. with Teddy Pendergrass on vocals. Which Buckles. is Percy's uncle. Is yes. Is
1: really your yes. uncle? He is. He He's... had a tragedy happen to him. but
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, bless. Oh, um, my gosh. Teddy
0: did. You didn't know how he... Yeah. No. We, we probably better leave that alone. Well, he had a car wreck. Yes.
2: Oh, gosh. Well, oh. he lived,
0: but he was uh, paraplegic.
1: We'll explain
0: the, the rest yeah. later. Okay. He was having sex when he was driving in hit Oak Tree. There's no point in hiding it. So, oh. anyway. Oh, well, don't leave me this way, and she it, left him that way.
2: Yeah. It, oh, what a way to leave. Um, so, anyway. Well, what a um, way to go.
0: Well, he had to live. I would been a yeah, great way out. Sorry, first.
2: That version was 1975. Thelma Houston's version was 1976 and yes. went all the way to number one.
0: Yeah, she did and, a great cover.
2: Yes. Oh, Hearst was more disco than the Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. It was more soulful.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I think the male version was. Yeah, it just, Teddy was
0: nothing but soul. Uh, so yeah. Thelma was nothing but disco with a great song. Exactly. So good choice.
2: And then my last one is The Sound of Philadelphia, the Soul Train theme song, MFSB. Oh boy. And uh, The Three Degrees. Yeah. And a fun fact about this um, oh, gee, what's his face from Soul Train? Don, yeah. Don, Don, Don. Cornelius. Don, Cornelius. Don Cornelius Don Cornelius. when he requested this song he said I don't want Soul Train to appear in the commercial version of this
0: mm, I can get that
2: so you know because it was a risky move and so they said okay we'll record two different versions and they did the song went to number one here in the US is the first television song to ever have a number one hit on Billboard cool. the very first uh, it was a hit all over the world and later, Don Corn- Cornelius admitted that maybe that was a big mistake, because he not only missed out on free advertising, but he also missed out on royalties.
0: Yeah, sorry, Don.
2: Oopsie, hindsight's 2020. Yeah. So yeah. yeah,
0: I got all my dance moves from Soul Train, by the way. First, yeah, you should see me.
2: Uh, it, no. We need video of that. Yeah, Nobody wants no to video, see that. Trust right? me. <laughs> <it shows. laughs> yeah. No, I'm too Well, you got to yeah. at least try the hustle. Come on. No.
0: Well, we'll talk about the hustle later. Yes, we will. All right. Okay. So, that's your honorable mentions? Those are my
3: honorable mentions. All right, mentions. good.
0: Sally, what you got?
3: Okay. I actually had four, but Percy got one of them, and that was Funky Town. Mm-hmm. But actually, I've got, um, first, I have. Uh, Heart of Glass by Blondie. By Blondie. Hence the Blondie 90. t-shirt you're wearing. Yes. Love it. <laughs> yes, that was uh, their only It disco. was like their
0: only disco. The, their but only then they disco. got into rap with Rapture. Yes,
3: exactly. Yeah. They yeah. did. Very they versatile. considered more of like a punk band. So, um, okay, and uh, the next one is um, Rock Your Baby by uh George McRae yeah. in nineteen seventy four and actually um the
0: Rock Your Baby. Yes. It was almost like Rock Your Boat, which was
3: Yes Hugh corporation. Hughes corporation. Right. Yeah. Yes, The writers of um Rock Your Baby was um written by Harry Wayne Casey and George Finch of Casey and Sunshine Band.
0: Okay, there it came. Yes,
3: yeah. and they were going to do the song, and he happened to be in the studio when they were uh, working on it, and he started singing it with them, and they liked it. his voice better than they did their version, so they asked him to do it. It's a good thing because that, that song has been huge yeah. for years. Yeah. And um, so... It was a global smash. I mean, it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, actually, I listened to uh, Casey and Sunshine Band. They were uh, a live version of theirs, and they ought to be glad that uh, George, that George McRae did it because it was not good. <laughs> but anyway, it just did not. It, it didn't do George McRae justice, the their version. So anyway, okay, good but, choice. Okay. All
0: right. What's your next one?
3: My next one is uh, Ladies Night" by Cool and the Gang. Okay. It's a 1979, and really all I have to say about that is one of my favorites. It's like it was always a dance club song. Any dance club you are go into right. during the time, it, well, later probably until the '80s, you would always hear uh, "Lady's Night." Okay. So there's my three. Yeah.
0: That's good. Good choices for boys, your honorable mentors. If name
3: the boys, it's Ladies' Night.
0: It's Ladies' Night. <laughs> you
3: know, yeah. How many times have I seen mean, I mean, that? Yeah, really.
0: Yeah, a lot of beer specials going on at Ladies' Actually, Night. Actually, A lot of drink specials, I should say. Yeah. And the guys are usually just hovering around. It's ladies' night. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's so like, it was forward, like flies. It's <laughs> sort of yeah, like flies. It was a <laughs> sort of a song of the time because ladies' night was a real thing. And it, it still is in some situations. That's
3: what it was played for yeah. was to bring in the ladies so then the the men come in too. That's yes. it.
0: That was good good advertising marketing. So all right, my honorable mentions I'm gonna start out with um, the great Patty Labelle. And it was when the group was just LaBelle, and it's Lady Marmalade. Oh, wow. oh Which yeah. marmalade. wasn't covered. Marmalade, marmalade. Marmalade. Marmalade, marmalade. Yeah, it is marmalade. Mm-hmm. Marmalade is a jam. Well, if you're in the South, it's. it's yeah, <laughs> still. It's what? Lady Marmalade. All right, Patti LaBelle. And uh, that, was, that was the original. Then it was covered later, later with Aguilera and all them. They did a good job. All right, so oh, yeah, my first one, my second honorable mention is September by Earth, Wind & Fire. So I'm an Earth, Wind & Fire fan. Sorry, Angela, you may have had that one, but you gotta stick to it anyway. Thunder gets stolen, stick to your list. It's all good. It just validates that it's a good song.
2: I'm fine.
0: Okay, yeah, you look fine. All right, my last honorable mention, you do look great with this disco outfit. My last honorable mention is Casey and the Sunshine Band, and it is boogie shoes. So, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, Sally, but you are wearing boogie shoes, by the way. Those are great oh, pink my, shoes. These yeah. are my Barbie shoes. Your Barbie shoes. Very fitting. <laughs> it's perfect. All right, so that's the honorable mention, so let's get into it. Top five. This was tough to pick because there's so many disco songs to choose from. So this is what we're with. It's your top five. Stick to it. And let's go. Percy, what's your number five?
1: My number five, I wonder if anybody remembers a man named
0: Joe Tex. Yes. And the uh, Texalets or was it the Sexalettes?
1: He made a song called Ain't Gonna Bump No More with No Big Big Fat Woman. Yes. Ain't Gonna Bump. In 1976. And this was a huge hit for him. And, Wilkie, you'll be surprised by this, but you know who sang background vocals on that? I have no idea. Janie Fricky. Oh, wow.
0: Hmm. That's weird. Was listed wow. as the credits on background vocals on that. Ain't going to bump no more. And this... Wow. Now I've just remembered one. Does anybody remember the birth of Bump Boogie? No?
3: I'm thinking I'm... Yeah, they talk them. about birthday. I need to hear it.
0: Yeah, well, Amazon that one. So okay, all right. So that's your number five. Good choice, Angela. What's your number five?
2: Okay, my number five is "I'm Your Boogeyman" by Casey and the Sunshine Band. Good choice. And uh, this reached number one. And they actually wrote this song about a DJ in South Florida. It was in Miami. He was the first to play. Oh, let me get the let me get the name of the song right. Um. Uh, get Down Tonight.
0: Yeah, Get Down Tonight. Yeah. Do a he little was, dance, make a little love, Get Down Tonight. Get
2: Down Tonight. He was the first to play that on the radio, and it picked up, and that was their first hit single.
0: That's good. Yeah. So
2: they dedicated the song to him.
0: Good deal. Good choice. Outstanding. Sally, what's your number five?
3: Okay, I just noticed when I was uh, giving my honorable mentions, I must have froze up, and I Ladies Night actually was in my top five, <laughs> so I'm going to use uh, one that I really wanted to as a fourth one since I had four on, on the fine. engines. That's fine. I'm going to use this one. Um, I love the song. It's called Not to Remember by Shalimar. Oh,
0: boy. It not Shalimar.
3: 10, 82. And well, uh, do
0: you remember Shalimar?
3: Yeah, I do too. I Jody Watley had uh, a
2: successful solo shall- career. I'm, t- sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Stealing but thunder
0: over there. I
3: loved Shalimar. I had their album. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Is, Jody Watley, which I didn't know until I did the history on the song. It was always going to be one of my songs that, on my list. And um, that Jody Watley was the lead female singer... And she left the group because she felt like she wasn't getting enough solos and she wanted to do some writing. And so she went out, did a solo career, won a Grammy, and uh, had a very successful uh, career on her own. And one of her songs that uh, won a Grammy was uh, Looking for a New Love. Mm -hmm. And uh, she had several, yeah. But, okay. All right.
0: So that's your number five.
3: That's my number five. Okay,
0: my number five is legendary. We sort of talked about it a little bit, and it's by Van McCoy, and it is the hustle. Yes. I mean, not only was it a disco hit, it created it was a dance, it was a dance that is still going on in dance clubs and bars. Especially line dance. It's a line dance now, Yeah. but it, it is the
2: hustle. Did you learn that in gym? Because I did. No, sure I mean I they tried to
0: teach it, but I ain't doing the hustle in gym.
2: <laughs>
0: the girls are doing it. <laughs> I'm not going up. You get your ass beat later if you caught doing the hustle in gym. <laughs> yeah, but you might have got
2: a kiss i a girl.
0: No, Come I've on. never. Really? I don't That's need the hustle the to get kissed life. by a girl. I'm happily married, and even back then, I didn't need the hustle. And that's just a, a straight up invitation for an ass beat, but it was a great song, and it did create a whole dance dance move. It's bigger than the boot scoot boogie, which I'd just soon take a bullet to the head than even do the boot scoot boogie. That's that's well, the most we won't particular.
2: talk about the Macarena, but okay. yeah,
0: or that one too. The hustle, I will say, of all the line dance songs is the coolest. So that's my number five. Percy, what is your number five?
1: My, were to four. Four, four excuse four, me. Four, 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 four. Four. My four was originally recorded by Eddie Floyd in 1966, and it's Amy Stewart's version of Knock on Wood. Yes. Yeah, good oh, song. Oh, that
0: is so knock, good, yes. Knock, knock on.
1: And, yeah. a, and another great version of that was done in Roadhouse,
0: Oh, yeah, when well, the girl got up there The girl's and sang, singing, yeah, Jeff and Jeff Healey's playing, yeah.
1: and they, she does a great job of yeah. Knock On I, the I can't
0: remember the actress's name. But,
1: but this this is the disco version, and it's it's just a great song. It translates to so many genres.
0: Yeah, yeah. good stuff.
2: That is good.
0: Angela, what's your number four? My
2: number four is "The Freak by Sheik. I love it. All right, so uh, this song was really uh, commemorative sort of homage to studio 54 yes and because uh, chic was always there but, but they weren't big enough early on to get invited in themselves they had to rely on someone else to invite them Grace Jones invited them in
0: mm. it's a strange and, person
2: uh, yeah I didn't even know she existed till the 80s but I'm I don't know things. But anyway, now Rogers and Bernard Edwards were at the door one night, mm. and the bouncers wouldn't let them in. So you know that line in the song that says "le freak," say she? Yeah, say she. Originally, the line wasn't "le freak," it was "fuck off." Mm. <clears throat> Because that's what the bouncer told There you go, Mom.
0: I've been trying to clean it up over here. But it is a quote. It's a quote. So it's accepted. It it,
2: it is a quote. But that's what the bouncers would tell people. That they weren't going (laughs) to let in. So, but they realized that obviously was not radio friendly, so they. Yeah, changed I
0: pretty the, much say that's not going to be played on the radio. Uh,
2: yeah, very no. Much. So they changed a serious
0: the, radio with what's his name on outlaw country might play it. Oh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> Mojo Nixon would. He would probably yeah, say
1: that. He'd say
2: it, yeah. <laughs> oh, I say it every day, but anyway, um, <laughs> it's great. It turned into "Freak Out" um, yeah. after several changes, and that's the version we have. So good
0: job. Excellent story and behind
2: it, And Nile Rogers and Bernard Edwards just are awesome.
0: I'm so proud that you're the one that said a bad word tonight because I've been trying to keep it clean, Percy. All right. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Sally, what you got?
3: Okay, so I'm number four, right? Yes,
0: this is number four.
3: Okay, well, my number four, my thunder got stolen. That's okay. It's
0: boogie shoes. Boogie okay. shoes. It's just validation it's a good song.
3: Well, I thought I would. There's another one that I would use. Um, It's called "Ring My Bell" by Anita Ward. Yes, and that's another one. That was one of the first disco songs that I remember in in disco dance clubs. But what I did find out, this what? Well, y'all probably know this was a one hit wonder for her. But when I went further into it. The, one of the reasons is she was in a really bad car accident after mm. she had done this song. And she was out of commission for like 10 years. Hand me that bell. And then she tried to come back after a period, after a long period of time. And um, she just did, never did make it. So yeah. my number four. Well, oh. let's
0: everybody ring my bell. Okay. <laughs> Sound effects. All right. Good choice. My number four is by the man Barry White. Yes. Oh. I mean, I love his voice,
2: find.
0: and <laughs> no, I want to sing it, but I'm not. I'm going to spare you all. But it is can't get enough of your love by Barry White. Baby. It starts out yeah. talking to old baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. I love Barry White. All right. That's my number four. Nitty gritty time, Percy. Number three, what you got? My number three is by the Bee Gees, and it's
1: Jive Talking. Great yeah. choice. Nice. It was released as a single in '75, and it was their first top ten since How Can You Mend a Broken Heart in '71. Wow. But it was also released on the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Yep. Yeah. It, it was originally titled Drive Talking. Drive Talking? Who knows? Wow. Whatever the Did hell that is. That. And this song <laughs> supposedly wow. was a heavily influence on Lindsey Buckingham on
0: Fleetwood Mac's second-hand news. Okay. Oh, wow. I get that. Yeah. All right. Good nitty-gritty choice there. Angela, what's number three for you?
2: My number three is "Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. That's we are got, staying with the Bee Gees. To, yeah. Uh, the interesting thing about this, and I thought it was actually really funny, um, so, uh, it was released in, well, it was released on the Senate soundtrack, number one, in February 78. Uh, they used this song in training, medical training for CPR.
0: Yes, it was on the office.
2: Yes. And they've done PSAs. It's a great they, episode. It, it really is. They've done this on PSAs in the U.S. and the U.K. because the beat. Stand, Stand Alive has 103 beats per minute. Mm. And the optimal CPR chest compression rate is between 100 and 120. So if you can actually get the beat to staying alive.
0: Then you're staying alive.
2: While you're doing CPR. Outfitting. Yes. Fun A- fact. A- fun fact. Second fun fact, uh, their drummer for the, the sessions for the Saturday Night Fever uh, soundtrack, uh, his mother died and he had to go home. They were recording in France. So she wasn't
0: staying alive. Tax
2: purposes, bless her heart, no. Uh, So they couldn't find anybody to drum for them, so they used the Night Fever uh, drum beat. They took out a couple bars, they looped it, and in the credits for the song, they gave it to Bernard Loop.
0: Well, it's fitting, isn't it? After yeah. looped it. Uh,
2: yeah, but he was a much sought-after drummer after that because he was on this massive hit single from Saturday Night Fever, but he didn't exist. Yeah, and they finally had to acknowledge, well, this guy's not really real. Yeah. So,
0: that's you know. that's a great fun fact.
2: No, I. I know. Good dig. I thought it was funny.
0: Good find. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Sally. Yes. Yeah. My What's no. your number
3: three? It's yes. my well, number three. It's also. It has also, my has also been stolen on this one, too. <laughs> the Hustle Van McCoy. Based. Well,
0: great minds think alike. <laughs> yes,
3: they do. But I'm not
0: doing the Hustle.
3: Okay. Well, I did learn that in PE. I don't think I could do it. I don't remember it today, but I did do that in PE many times. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to use, and I don't remember if it is. I don't remember if the genre is disco or not, but this song is what is about disco. Okay. It's Play That Funky Music.
0: Yeah, that's considered disco. I mean, it crosses genres.
3: I think we didn't Mm use it on the One Hit Wonders because it was I think it made the playlist,
0: but we didn't really talk about it. It
3: wasn't pop rock.
0: But it was a One Hit Wonder. Yes.
3: Yes. Okay. And, well... I'll tell the story about it. Everybody probably knows it, but I'll tell it anyway. Okay. Well, the band um, that did play that funky music... Wild Cherry. Wild Cherry, yes. Um, they were a cover rock band, and they were in a predominantly black section, and their, um, the owner of the club that they were playing in told them if they, they weren't getting very many patrons and he told them if they didn't, it was when that disco had just started. Right. Did uh, they need to do some disco and one night one of the patrons asked um, the writer uh, Bob Parisi, he came up to him and he said hey when you are you gonna do uh, play some funky music, white boy? And that gave him the uh, idea, and he went and wrote the song. Down. Big hit. Yes, huge. huge I was hit. in middle
0: school in Athens, Georgia, at a predominantly um, black middle school. Nothing wrong with that. I had great friends, but yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah. That was that was hot, and uh, I felt proud. Okay. that makes sense. They were mad. They didn't know it was white guys singing it, and they were mad.
3: Well, you know, yeah, a lot of people, that I, I never thought, I always thought it was a, uh I may not have even thought about it that
0: yeah. much, but Just, yeah. Yeah, R&B band,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: stereo. Okay. So, all right, that was your number three.
3: Yeah. So my number
0: three is by the great Donna Summer. And Donna was a badass.
2: Yes. Yeah, the Queen it. of Disco. The Queen of so, Disco. What? Right
0: and she needs she's gotta make mm-hmm. it. So but I loved I Feel Love. Yeah. So I mean it starts out almost techno. I think it introduced the world to sort of a techno disco beat oh, when yeah. that started yeah. out. Uh, but I love Donna Summer and her voice and it's a great mm-hmm. song. So that's my number three. All right, we're rounding the bend, we're getting down to it. Percy, what's number two?
1: My two's already been mentioned, and it's "Play That Funky Music, White Boy." Good
0: call. All, <laughs> All right, By Wild wow, wow, Cherry. Uh, affirmation that that's a good song.
1: Funny, I mean, it's they were a hard rock cover band. It's yeah, they changed to the times,
0: and they sold who knows how many albums or records, forty fives. Um, anyway, good selection. Angela, what's your number two? My
2: number two is like a disco anthem. "I Will Survive" by Gloria Gaynor. Gloria Gaynor. Oh my goodness. So, uh, this song was actually recorded as a B-side to her song, Substitute. Mm-hmm. She kept begging them, because she knew this song was going to be awesome. She kept begging the record label to, reduce this, or, or to release this as an A-side. They said no. So her husband, some friends, took this to various DJs and everything, and most notably, they took this to Studio 54 DJs. Who right. made this the bomb. That's
0: an interesting story that they took it to studi- Studio 54 and had a DJ play it. Next thing you know, that record label was like,
2: "Yeah, we were wrong.
0: And she, most she, of the time, they are wrong. I'm sorry.
2: If they really are. Well, they're into money. They don't yeah. necessarily know what they're hearing. But yeah. she knew she had a hit. Mm-hmm. And she said the reason she was able to sell the vocals so much on that song was because at the time she was wearing a back brace for surgery she'd had on her back because she'd fallen off stage mm. at a, a a concert, and also she just lost a family member, uh, and so when she was singing that song, she was there were some was emotions. feeling it. Yeah, yeah. yeah she it. and we all heard it. We loved it. We felt it. Everything. Good selection. There you go. Sally.
3: Okay, my number two is Last Dance by Donna
0: Summer. There she is again. Yep. Donna. Yeah,
3: she's she's great. Not when just... I
0: think of disco, I think of the BGs and Donna and Summer.
3: me too, yeah. As was...
0: the as the premiere exactly. they're up there. Yes. Yeah.
3: Those were the those were the very famous. Yeah. And uh it's actually one of my fate the favorites of hers. Right. Uh, I love the song and it is actually from a, um, a movie from the same time, the soundtrack. Thank God it's Friday.
0: Oh boy. Yeah.
3: I yeah. love that movie. That's a great it movie. had a great
0: soundtrack. It did. Really. It yeah. did. And it did not, the movie did not do
3: as well as Saturday Night Fever. Of course. But, not. <laughs> nothing did. No.
0: You know, that soundtrack is still number 30 on the album, on like the uh, Amazon album charts. It's still number 30.
3: It, it, it should be. Yeah. It should. It's awesome. Yeah. And right. she, but she also she won a Grammy and a Golden Globe for best original song and for best female R&B vocal performance for that. Good uh, stuff. Uh, that well, voice.
0: she worked hard for the money. She, she That's all money. She got to say.
2: She was hot stuff. That girl. Did. She Oh, she good was. one, Angela.
0: Oh, volley score. <laughs> all right, my number two, BGS again. But it's, You Should Be Dancing.
2: Yes. I remember
0: it so well in Saturday Night Fever when that one came on and Travolta hit the dance floor. So, anyway. Are
2: you like me and you didn't really understand the lyrics until about three or four years ago? Yeah, it took
0: you a while to figure uh, yeah. out what Are the you know hell were saying. Are you sitting on things. your back? Yeah. Are
2: you sitting on your back? You should be dancing? Yeah. I was just singing gibberish for, I don't know, 40 years? Well,
0: everybody just sang the You Should Be Dancing part. And you <laughs> tried some really terrible dance moves, which... Anyway, I've talked to my grandson. So I got that. He's got that going for him now. Well, you're
2: doing right
3: by him.
0: Yeah, Thompson. I am. Yeah. He's fighting for his right to party. All right. <laughs> it's true. The Beastie Boys would be so out. Yeah, yeah, they would. All right, my number two, we're down to it. Number one. Interested to see what everybody has for number one. I bet we share one. I bet somewhere along the way we share one. Maybe me and you, Percy. Probably is. All right. What's number one for you?
1: My number one is by The Tramps, and it's Disco
0: Inferno. Boom. Best disco song of all time. I
2: removed that from my honorable mentions because you made me.
0: I did.
1: Most people don't know that the lyric in this song, Up Above My Head, I Hear Music in the Air, and it lets me know there's a party somewhere, was taken from a gospel song, First performed in 1941 by the Southern Sons, Sister Rosetta Thorpe recorded it.
2: Rosetta Thorpe. I love her. Does she
0: teach everybody Spanish? Oh,
2: that's
0: Rosetta Stone. I'm sorry.
1: The great version was made by the Statesman and Jake Hess, the gospel version, and Jake Hess is an Alabama native. But the lyric of the song says, Up above my head I hear music in the air. And it lets me know there's a heaven somewhere. That's great. So they oh, took that line goodness. from a gospel song. Yeah.
2: Good choice. There was also like a, some kind of rumor going around that they took inspiration from Towering Inferno.
0: Well, I mean, it's a disco inferno. I've
3: never heard
0: that. Which was all about the same era. Towering Inferno. Yeah, the exactly. Came out exactly. in that same yeah. era.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Paul Newman. They made a lot of disaster movies. Uh, which was a fitting because disco thing. was a disaster. So well, disaster movies were very fitting.
2: That's how we got the airplane movies, for which I am so. Proud. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. So you know, there okay. My
2: number one, you stole from me, Gentry. You heartless bastard. Oh,
0: I've been called that before. <laughs>
2: oh damn. Uh, anyway, it's September by Earth, Wind, and Fire because this it's a great. Is song. it's one of my top ten favorite songs. It's good. It's and good. I only learned the correct vocals for years ago.
0: Yeah. Well, nobody knew what these guys were really sing. I, I this go was... wasn't meant to study vocals.
2: It well, uh, was yeah, but I didn't know they were saying the twenty first night of December. Mm-hmm. I just Price sang it. Uh, um something night this September. I, uh, that's that's all I knew. But That was it, good enough. It, but it's just a happy place. I mean Philip Bailey for crying out loud. Yeah. Brown, yep. He is awesome. And Fun fact, one of the trumpet players for Earth, Wind, and Fire is Niall Rogers' cousin.
0: Oh, well, that's a very talented family. Yes. Yeah.
2: They're all from New York. so
0: uh, We won't hold that against them. I
2: think, well, hey, don't
0: be nasty. I'm not the one being nasty. (laughs) (laughs) You called me a bastard.
2: You stole my song.
0: Yeah, well, fair enough. I have a grudge. Fair fair abouts, fair play, (laughs) whatever. All right, good number one.
3: Thank you, much.
0: You're welcome. Sally, what's your number one? Okay, my
3: number one is Night Fever
0: by the Bee Gees. That's, we have covered all the Bee Gees songs that I needed to be yet. covered, and I don't think we picked the same one.
3: We I know. don't think we, we did didn't. either. We didn't wow,
0: so they all made it. The The Saturday Night Fever uh, Bee Gees disco songs made it. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. we didn't... We didn't discuss this beforehand, so that's uh, that's no. sort of funny how that worked out. So good, yeah.
3: And I love "Not Fever." That was my reason for choosing this one from
0: who doesn't love the movie? It? Yeah,
3: yeah. And um, actually, their uh, the Bee Gees they wrote this song, and um, their manager Robert Stickwood mm. he produced the movie "Saturday Night Fever." Mm-hmm. And it was originally named Saturday Night. And he wanted the Gees to change the name to Saturday Night Fever, but they didn't want to do that because they had already written the song. So they talked him in to changing the name of the movie to Saturday, Saturday Night Fever and yes. it went with the song.
0: Yeah. That's a yep. great fun fact. Yeah. And, and a somebody- great number one.
3: Yeah, and I
2: read something else about, because of the other song that I had on my list, Um, Robert Stigwood really wanted, like, the name of the movie to be in every song the Bee Gees wrote, and he kept saying, the Bee Gees kept saying, no, what is wrong with you? Right. So they they were pushing back against him pretty hard, so Night Fever was as close as he got.
0: Yeah.
2: To, I mean, I think the Bee Gees eventually kind of, because the Bay City Rollers had a Saturday night, S A T U R D O A night. It was terrible. It, it, oh, yeah. And be the Bee Gees. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. It the Bee Gees refused to t- release another song yeah. called Saturday Night. Yeah. They're like, there's
0: too many. Terrible song, but the uh, teeny boppers ate it up back in the 70s. <laughs> well, it was fun, and you could
2: wear a plaid scarf. You
0: could. Yeah. They were from Scotland. They were. Yeah. Bay City Rollers, hence Bay City, which apparently is in Scotland. Do you know that Percy? There's a fun fact for you. And I just made that shit up. So all right. Everybody's number one's out of the way. Mine's already been mentioned. It is Disco Inferno by the Tramps. To me it's the best disco awesome. song of all time. It is. Yeah. It'll get you up and get going. Even, you know, if you're tired. Or you but don't like this I
1: challenge everybody to go listen to the the gospel version of that. Wouldn't yeah, I? from Rosetta Stone. There's a there's There's a, there's a oh, great fart. version from the Gaither Gospel series where uh Jake Hess, Alabama native, is singing with George Younts from the Cathedrals, cool. and they're singing Up Above My Head. It's on Apple Music, and it's on YouTube, and you'll realize where they got that from. Good I stuff. love
2: seeing Sister Rosetta play her guitar. Yeah. That is one of my happy moments. Mm. I mean, it's, it's just, she's in a fancy, like, Chanel-looking coat dress, and she's wailing.
0: mm I'll have to check it out. Never seen it. Do interesting awesome. stuff. I've learned some stuff about disco. Maybe I can uh, be exercised from these thoughts later. So, anyway, just kidding. Disco is fun. And <laughs> disco is this fun. This is Percy is already working on a massive playlist, and you, you're going to want to check it out, and probably play it at a party. I would highly recommend that.
2: Yeah. So, it also works when you're, you know, weeding in the yard. Yeah, it gives you energy. It gives you energy. And energy. A, a rhythm rhythm
1: and, yeah.
0: Yep, yep. So and we good. have
1: we have to mention that we're going to see the Black Jacket Symphony.
0: We are Black Jacket Symphony this Saturday in Huntsville is doing Saturday Night Fever, so that should be a real fun time and a good show. So, yeah, I'd
3: love to go. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome.
0: yeah. You probably still get tickets. Get on the game time app, so you can probably get cheap tickets and go. They got two shows Saturday night. Uh, we're going to the early. And we'll get. We're old, so we want to get back and go to bed. So, all right. Yeah. So now it is time for um, we have an email campaign where our listeners uh, send in their pick of number one. And this week, shout out goes to my friend Keith Southern. Remember awesome, Keith. Keith I yeah. know Keith so, well, Yeah, he, he wants to come and do a podcast, and we're definitely going to book him soon. Oh, so, good. He picked La Freak by Sheik, which has already been mentioned, but that was his pick. Shout out to Keith. Looking forward to seeing you soon. And now it's time for Percy's Pick. So this is a new segment we're doing where Percy is going to pick a cover of an original disco song. Is that how it's going to be this week, or is it going to be well, it's someone a, covered it's the a disco?
1: Somebody covered a song and turned it into a disco song. Okay. And it's by a group called MECO. and they took the Star Wars theme song and turned it into a disco. I remember hit. this. And it became a number one hit. I remember this. Do you remember this, girls? I
0: don't. It's,
1: it was terrible. It was. It was. It was the Star Wars. Slash Slash Cantina Band song, but they changed it into a disco song, and it was a number one hit. Wait, was
2: I remember? Was this this the thing that came out in the seventies, or was this later? No,
0: it was in the seventies. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh,
2: I remember that.
0: They they it into the Star Wars thing. It's I do. It's not as good as when Bill Murray sang Star Wars on Saturday Night Live. Which, how do you sing that? But Bill Murray pulled it off. So, anyway, just had to throw that in there. So, that was Percy's pick. We do want to say that next week is another great episode. We got Russell Johnson and Victoria Grimes from Wendy's coming on. And we'll be on the sign next week at Wendy's. Of course, the Wendy sign is famous here. Oh, Russell yeah. and Vic are famous. And we're going to do Journey with them. That was their selection. So, awesome. that'll be a good podcast. And here in uh, next month... You know, Jimmy Buffett died recently, and we really should've, ah, we wanted to do something, but we already planned, we got a beach strip, boys' strip, coming up in October, yeah. uh, with the guys, and we had already planned on doing Buffett live from um, Gulf, the Gulf Shores area. Yeah, Purdue, from from the know,
1: condo, and we planned condo. this back in May.
0: Yeah, so it's been on the books, but we still want to mention, you know, R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. and. Uh, Next week's gonna be fun. Y'all were great. Y'all were Thank great. Thank you much. Appreciate Thank you, you much. coming and so in, and in, uh, character. We're gonna have you back again. Uh, and thanks and thanks to everybody that's listening. And all I gotta say is
1: bye bye.